Hey guys and welcome back to It's Your Life and this is Mind the Podcast with your host Charlotte Emily Price. Today we have a special guest. We've got new in the house. Woo! Whoop new! <laughs> and we're going to be talking about like dramatic career changes and probably like taking away that pressure of going down one strict career path for, the, for your whole life and making you feel a little bit better. Maybe give some advice in there if we feel like we hopefully, can. Hopefully something's useful, <laughs> yeah. Some <unsolicited> advice. <laughs> do you want to introduce yourself, who you are, what you do? Yeah. Okay, so, hi. Um, I'm new, real name. No, it's a nickname. Um, like the Hoover and Teletubbies. And I'm 23. I am an actor for my sins. Um, but I did my undergrad in biochemistry at the Uni of Bath. And then I went on to do my master's in musical theatre at the Royal Central School of Speech and Drama. So I did a little switcheroo career um, and a switcheroo lifestyle, to be honest. Mm-hmm. And that's, yeah, that's it. That's me. I define myself by only those two things. <laughs> I know. I also do some content creation. I've had a YouTube channel since I was like, 10 or 11 Mm -hmm. I used to make lush videos when I was really little just felt like no one was no one was doing what I was doing (laughs) that's what I that's truly why I started my channel I was Mm -hmm. like no one's doing it like me age 10 because YouTube wasn't really a thing Mm -hmm. and then yeah just kind of carried on took took quite a lot of big breaks and then ended up doing like sort of study tube content for a while Mm -hmm. and now I just document bits and bobs I don't know Mm -hmm. so it's a little thing that still happens but it's a nice little evolution of everything and it's It's weird to see like the links in different things, like e.g. the musical theatre, you've got sort of like a platform where you speak to people on that, but then you've also included like your studying yeah. into the social media stuff. So it like all interlinks in a weird way. Yeah, it's all documented as well. Mm-hmm. I feel like my life is there from very young, mm-hmm. all the way through GCSEs. Did I do stuff then? I think I must have done. A-levels, I opened my A-level results on YouTube, mm-hmm. went to uni, vlogged bits of uni, vlogged bits of drama school, so it's all there for me, which is kind of cute to watch back. Yeah, for sure. If nothing else. <laughs> Do you ever feel, because I always get from family or random people when I meet them or do you feel like you shouldn't have documented and it's, it's there for everyone to see but I don't really get that at all like no. I'm literally like oh no like I overshare to everyone I meet and I don't care like it's, it's there and that's me yeah and also like what 10 minutes and I was way too busy to put like every single day on there it's like very curated let's not let's not have any false illusion like it's literally just the clips I wanted to put up on there. So there's nothing there that I wouldn't want anyone to see. As we say, the highlight reel. It's the highlight reel, mm-hmm. um, which is nice for me to look at because I remember the bad bits. So don't need the memory of them. But yeah. I've got the nice bits there. And just like cute clips of my friends and like we were so little and it's nice to watch that back. Yeah. So yeah, I don't care about that. Yeah, it scares me sometimes looking at my old content and how unconfident I was. But then I guess it is also nice to be like, oh, I've clearly grown. But when I look back, I'm speaking funny. Like I'm speaking mm. not how I usually speak in my videos. I'm definitely like trying to be the best version of myself and I'm not because I look back and I think you're just being weird like stop acting like that or speaking like that yeah it was just not very me but it's quite funny to watch and see that this clearly has made me more confident over time that's so nice yeah I feel like it's done that for I hear so many people say that who do Mm. content stuff they're like oh I was I I think I've always been quite like loud and out there but it's still you watching yourself back we're just talking about watching ourselves back you see a different side of you you're like oh I do this I do that so although you can definitely critique it 
it's nice to be like, oh, I should speak up more. Because when I did that in that one clip, that was really good. And like, you see little things, watch your plant, sorry. Um, you see little things about yourself. And then, I don't know, that that's helped my confidence. Just like seeing how I am, for good or for bad. Nice to, mm-hmm. to grow and change from that. Yeah, rather than just... Always negative. Yeah, being negative and like comparing yourself. Sometimes I look back at things that I filmed and I'm like, oh, I didn't like how I did that, so I'll do it this other way. And yeah. rather than getting so sucked into the negative and being like, oh, that didn't come out how I liked, it's better to just focus on, right, that's what I didn't like. Let's that's improve it for next yeah. time. And you have to be like that in this, otherwise you're going to crumble. Yeah, <laughs> exactly. It's nice to have it all there do a little analysis of yourself every now and then no it's not like I sit there watching and be yeah. like hmm but I think because I always had quite a lot of confidence like since I was little I mm-hmm. feel like I've just been like a <laughs> kind of kid yeah um it wasn't like I grew like some people have said like I feel like you're explaining that you did in that way but I definitely have seen like improvements to the way I talk and like the way I engage with the camera and that kind of thing which mm-hmm. can only come from like watching yourself and being like I'll oh, change that it's nice that I think mm-hmm. people change positively because it's so easy yeah. to do the opposite <laughs> I wonder the difference in critique level from people who have done musical theatre dance mm. because I talk to my therapist about this a lot and she always links everything back to my discipline with dance yeah and even though I'd never really had a strict crazy teacher which I feel like is very much what you see in shows yeah, obviously because yeah, yeah. of entertainment value e.g. dance mums like things oh, like that great show I had a really soft ballet teacher and I would want her to be stricter like I would be like tell me what I can do yeah. to be better and I would I still had that element of discipline I don't know if that's because of what I consumed or mm. just the dance genre in general but I always would be like tell me what I need to do to be the best at what I'm doing <laughs> and I would be like crazy like, when did you start dance three You're young yeah. yeah I started when I was four I felt like that massively plays into my like want for discipline and I love a rule and I love structure, structure. and and yeah that like self-critique thing you you kind of have to do it as well when you dance like or you sing or or any of those like creative things because you're like you know you're being watched you know someone's pointing it out to you but then also you can feel it Mm. I always find myself like self-correcting even now in dance because I'm like that feels wrong because I know that's wrong so you're Mm. like "Mm -mm." so maybe that's why we do it on socials yeah Yeah, you're right yeah Yeah, didn't think of that I know that's I feel like the therapist that I'm speaking to is just unlocking like weird links (laughs) from my from my dance history and like how I'm so connected to like the loss of that in my life I guess so yeah it's a bit of a a bit of a weird one we'll probably dive into that at some other point but let's go back to you and how you started your science journey and how that shifted so was were you always intrigued by science I have a weird story that I I think this is why I decided to do it Mm -hmm. and it sounds really trivial but I think it I think it's I think it's true. Um, It's hard, isn't it, to like try and remember why you ended up liking something. I've always liked science. I had like books when I was little with those like experiments in, like put Skittles and see like diffusion in real life um, with the colours and shit like that. But I I used to make like potions. Did you do that? I did With like soaps and stuff. Mine was weird. Maybe mm. that is where my science came in because that I used to do that for Harry like Harry Potter, my Harry Potter obsession. (laughs) I would genuinely sit in my garden and make potions. I'm yeah. scared. I feel like I could have easily drank them at some point as well. Like, Oops. <laughs> With probably like mud in and stuff. God mm. knows. But yeah, I used to. Cute. <laughs> 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 I used to do all that, and then yeah, I guess yeah, healthy interest. My dad was always very 
Science. He, I think he's quite a science. He's a watchmaker, mm-hmm. which is quite a cool job. Cool. Um, sort of like that engineering y stuff. That I'm not so interested in, but he loves a fun fact. Always spits out a fun fact. He texted me something yesterday about some like really tall spire and how it's the second tallest something in the world. I was like, thanks, didn't ask, but loved it anyway. <laughs> um, so I felt like brewed some kind of interest. Yeah. And then I got to, must have been GCSE past paper so I'm thinking like some Christmas time either year 10 or year 11 and I got the highest mark in our class in a chemistry thing Mm. having previously like don't get me wrong I was doing fine but Mm. I wasn't like a big scientist any Mm. more than really anything else other than I hated English and I knew that and I was like sorry me like (laughs) me I'm good at this I had such a lovely teacher. She was just like everything you want in a teacher. Mm -hmm. And she was really young and she was really cool and we loved her style. And I was like, I want to do this again because I liked, like, I I liked being that person and I liked Mm -hmm. impressing her and like, ooh, (laughs) haha, so cool. Which is funny to think that, yeah, it started from literally one stupid in-class pass paper and I happened to do well. And I was like, wait a minute, am I am I good at this yeah and then I suddenly like put more effort into it realized I really really liked it Mm -hmm. and it all just like started clicking and I was like oh yeah I think this is my thing which is just so strange it was like Um, a 10 minute moment in life that led me down that path yeah that's so interesting and then I guess you were just like right I'll better do this as my degree so then I feel like because of the school I went to which was academically I would say quite pressured I'm very grateful to have gone to that school um because the resources and the whatever was they were amazing like don't get me wrong very very lucky to have gone there um and the support was incredible but it was academically pressured and I think I didn't even think anything was really an option other than doing that like I remember them sort of being like oh you're not going for Oxbridge okay and it was like no I don't want I don't want to go somewhere like that I knew that much I knew like okay I like the academics not that much like I don't want that lifestyle because it's a different type of uni experience um I just didn't yeah really didn't think there was anything other than something quite traditional and sciencey to do mm-hmm. for me based on what I was doing at A level. And people were applying for like yeah. creative stuff, but not really. Like yeah. really not really. How many people in our year? Like 120, 125, probably like less than 10 were going to like mm-hmm. some kind of arts based creative or vocational whatever kind of thing. No mm-hmm. one really was doing like apprenticeships or any of those things that are just as good as uni but we just didn't know that at the time like I just didn't realize my content probably reflects that actually on my channel Mm. at that time I was probably only talking about like uni uni I didn't know I just didn't realize like how valuable some of the other things were because I didn't know but if you don't mind me asking Mm. do you think that you it was just the school that made you feel like you had to go down that traditional pathway or was it was there any other like were your parents very like yeah um, strict on it or so when I was when you go to secondary school 11 um I did ballet Mm -hmm. four till 11 I did it at school but our teacher was like super intense and I did it I think I did it every weekday at one point when I was like 10 so like five days a week of ballet is like quite a lot when you're 10 and you're going to normal school and she was like have you considered drama school as a secondary to my parents so we went round arts ed when I was Mm -hmm. 10 which is so strange that I did such a full circle and 
we basically just decided it wasn't for me even I thought it wasn't for me but I think my parents were like not yet not yet yeah and I think at 18 they still felt like not yet not yet just do this just jump through like this kind of more traditional hoop um and then kind of we'll see I don't think if I had gone to them and said like it's something I'm considering I don't think they would have said like no Mm mm-hmm but I think they were more keen for me to go down the traditional yeah. route. And I was I was too. Like yeah. I just didn't think about going and mm-hmm. doing anything like that at that time. It wasn't something I I had really considered. Though if I'd sat and thought about it and been like, what job do I want to do? Yeah. Maybe I would have thought about it more. Mm-hmm. But I didn't. I didn't really consider it then. Yeah. And I'm glad I didn't. Which yeah. I'm sure we'll go on to. But yeah. For sure. I. It's so weird because um, compared to you, I... Uh, I did the opposite so I was always like I'm going to musical theatre I'm going into dance like I was doing all of the amateur productions in all of the like local towns I was literally always hooked up doing rehearsals or dance every evening and then I just had one bad experience in summer at Larbin <laughs> yeah okay um I went to because I was like oh that's like my dream like I, I think yeah. I maybe I bigged it up and made too much expectation for myself I got there and all of the we did like a ballet class to start in the morning and then there was going to be like a break and then I think it was a contemporary class which mm-hmm. I was so excited for because mm. contemporary is my favorite thing and I did the ballet and it was fine it was like a little bit hard but I liked that because I like challenging yeah. stuff um that yeah like pushes me and then I went to get changed before lunch and all these girls were just like being horrible about me like to not to my face but they knew I could hear because I'd gone into the toilets to change whereas they were all changing I think my body image issues at that point were like so heightened I was like I'm going to the toilet to change Um, and they were just talking about my body and like how I'd never make it here and how I was so like I was way too big to be doing or going to a dance school so I just and I was not that it matters what size I was like they had no right to be talking about me I was probably a size 10 at that point yeah so it was beyond I was itching like, oh my god like all my insecurities sort of smacked me in the face and I just remember like leaving and crying to my mum and my granddad who were there for me who brought me there and I was like I, w- I want to go like I don't even want to stay for contemporary which is so sad because I wish I could have at least just had that experience because I yeah. would have enjoyed that so much but I wouldn't have been able to get through it at the time because I was so I was very weak at, like I, I couldn't stand I guess that environment at the yeah. time I mean now I probably still wouldn't be in the best of spaces but well no one deserves to like have to go through that to do something they want to do either yeah. like that's such a shame that that marred that ex- I'm not saying it wouldn't happen if you actually went but like yeah. that one small bad experience mm-hmm. completely did that but yeah and then I was like fuck this what else do I enjoy I literally went home that night looked through some this was this happened as I was just about to apply for uni, like okay. literally the month before. Yeah. And I thought, what the fuck am I going to do now? So I just was like, right, I, lo- I love science at the minute, which is bizarre because I didn't like it from year seven to nine. And yeah, then yeah. I suddenly took an interest in GCSE because I really enjoyed revising it. Yeah. Like more than all the other subjects. So I was like, well, I enjoy doing science. So it looks like I'm doing science. <laughs> and then I skipped through like loads of prospectuses and I was like, forensic sounds great. Like yeah. something interesting, something different every day let's just go for this and then I just applied for forensic science degrees just went to Lincoln and that was that (laughs) I nearly did forensic science as well I ended up I did an online course on good old future land which I always recommend to people Mm -hmm. um I did yeah I did an online forensic Mm -hmm. and an online biochem and I just Mm -hmm. ended up liking the biochem because it was broader so that's why I did that but I I nearly also did forensic science yeah and to be honest I enjoyed I'm just going to say every second of it, that's an extreme. Right? <laughs> every, every single, single second. second. 
I think overall though I had like a really pleasant experience had a few problems maybe in first year with people and people like complaining about my YouTube and stuff and I got called into the office and stuff like by talking about forensics on my YouTube honestly I don't know some weird stuff was going on there I don't know who it was and my forensics thing was like 60 of us so it was very small like I knew everyone well they didn't like you talking about the like the course content or just generally that you were like talking about uni I think so I think I think the meeting I had they were like oh you shouldn't be posting about this but then the same lecturer then was asking me to post about it like afterwards so I don't know if she just did it to make that other person happy I honestly have no idea weird but anyway after that it was okay and I had like a really good experience I went abroad in Guatemala Mm -hmm. like doing some excavations and learning a lot about so more cool. about like anthropology and yeah. things which is really interesting because i'd probably gone down that route if lockdown didn't happen crazy so honestly it's yeah. so weird how like our yeah, pathways yeah. change and it's so weird that how we've both had like a sort of a flip so when did you right. realize so you graduated okay so now i realized before that was this when i realized when i wanted to do musical theater yes um okay I'd so uh i there's a thing it, at Bath I mean, it's a thing at lots of unis but it's especially a thing at Bath mm-hmm. um, it's like one of the things they pride themselves on is they get really good placements for your placement year and it's like I can't, can't remember the percentage of people I want to say it's like 80% of people something ridiculous go on placement That's so amazing. it's like a four year thing you know if you're going to Bath you're doing four years and I got to my second year and we started talking about it and I started having a look at all the placements coming up I was like ooh these look boring uh, <laughs> I'm really okay. I really don't need to do any of these. I, I applied, I think, for one. And I think it was a science communications role at the BBC or something media related. I was like really like trying to push the envelope with what I could get away with. I just didn't want to do, yeah, pure science. Um, it's not that I didn't find it interesting. I love it. I still read up on it. I have books. I do courses. Like I love biochemistry. I yeah. love science. But I just didn't want to do it for a job. I didn't want mm-hmm. to do any of the jobs that I was being told involved it. I definitely didn't want to be in a lab because just mm-hmm. the pipetting of clear liquid into other clear liquid all day is not for me. Um, Can relate. Yeah. It's it's not <laughs> uh, thrilling, we'll say that. Mm-hmm. Even when you get your results, I think when by the time you get to like job level, like what are you working? You're working towards like the biggest goal ever doing... Mm-hmm basically the smallest little little things and yeah it's not, I need the gratification yeah I can't do the clear liquid no change it worked but what does it mean nothing really yeah. great so uh, yeah placement year uh was cre- creeping up on me and I hadn't got one I'm trying to think what month it was it must have been like April so near the end of considering we finished in what June uh, yeah. it was coming to the end and I was like I haven't got one I've only applied for one I don't maybe I don't want to do this. Maybe I don't want to do a placement, which is scary because all my friends were going to leave. Yeah. They were all not going to be there for that year, which then means I then wouldn't be joining them back for their final year. So it was like, oh, this is it. Like, this is quite a big decision. Yeah. And suddenly I was like, why don't you want to do this? Well, because you don't want to do it for a job. Well, what do you want to do for a job? And I'd been doing the musical society at uni. Mm -hmm. Big shout out to them. Mm -hmm. They were a massive part in my decision to like go and pursue it full time because 
the experiences I had doing those shows, which were honestly, they're a really high level. If you're ever in Bath and Bosoms has a show on, go and watch it. Like they're great, very, very talented people. And I had just a really great time. They made my uni experience, to be honest. Um, tough, like it's crazy to, I think I saw them all more than I saw like anyone. And even now, like don't see my, don't see my musical friends as much as I saw them. It was like very all consuming, but good. I, I was deciding on placement, mm-hmm. yeah. And I was like, okay, well, what do I like? Yeah, I like doing this. Um, I've had such a good time doing these shows. Like, I'm gonna do it. I'm gonna do this. Mm-hmm. Kind of know it, like, you know, when you know deep down that like, yeah, I've always wanted to do this, yeah. I think. Um, and I thought I'll do a foundation year mm-hmm. for my placement year. So I won't go on placement, but I'll take a year out. Mm-hmm. And I was like, I'll just do a foundation and then I'll apply to drama school when I finished. And I basically told my parents and they were so right. They were like, you'll never go back. You won't go back to Bath if you do that. You will love your year and you'll want to just go straight to drama school and then you won't finish your degree. Yeah. I don't think I would have done that because I think I'm too straight laced to do that. Like yeah. I would have gone back and finished it, but they were right. It was not the right choice to make. It would have been crazy to try and cram in that foundation and then go back and whatever so I was like okay I guess I'll just finish the degree then so decided not to go with all my friends off and and go straight through and luckily because of that musical society I had loads of friends in other years so people were coming back off placement people were like obviously moving from first to second Mm -hmm. year and I was going second third so I did have people around and it worked out really really well I actually made loads of new friends in that final year when I yeah got close to loads of people I wouldn't have because I wouldn't have even been at uni with them Mm -hmm. so yeah it was it was that was that and I just decided then so I basically went for summer came back after summer and knew like right finishing final year applying for drama school Mm -hmm. Uh, Mm -hmm. also did you like Bath to live there for loved it yeah because i've visited a couple times and i think it's so stunning it's amazing i'm actually going to bath tomorrow um yeah crazy um (laughs) i will (laughs) it's such a unexpected student place i think that you wouldn't think of it as a studenty place but it's so nice there's plenty there i mean i think a lot of people at bath i noticed at least i'm sure at all unis to be honest but I like have first-hand experience they have so many hobbies and like things going on like you don't have time to be out all the Mm -hmm. time how many clubs do you need um and Bristol is right there it's like 13 minutes on the train or something crazy good nightlife there so like best of both worlds Mm -hmm. so many cute places to eat so pretty loved it great great facilities on that campus as well Mm -hmm. yeah Big Shout fan. Out uni of Bath. Shout out, out uni of Bath. They honestly owe me so much commission. That uni. <laughs> Jesus Christ! I could probably refund my tuition fees. The number yeah. of people I probably sent there. Yeah. Um, but yeah, it's a it yeah. is a great uni. I feel the same about mine. Like I can't can't really fault uni of Lincoln either. I loved going there. Yeah. I thought it was a nice mix of like cute, wholesome, and a couple of cheap, really cheap fucking clubs. <laughs> Especially now living in London, I'm like, God, I really. <laughs> I really miss the prices yeah. in Lincoln. Yeah. Um, so now you're enjoying your musical theatre life. Like, how how has the process been for you? Like, what what are you up to now? Like, yeah. bringing it back to like your present. Bring it back to moment. my present. So yeah, obviously I <laughs> I auditioned in that year that my final year that ended up being 2020. So it ended up being also lockdown year, big lockdown year. Um, so I was sending in like self-tapes basically for my auditions which was a crazy process mm-hmm. um and having like been in and heard a lot now about how they do it 
it's yeah I mean it's it was still auditioning but I'm I wish I had got the chance to go in and like audition in person it would have been so nice to, like yeah. all that nice like camaraderie and going to auditions now I'm like oh I could have auditioned for drama school like this that would have been so much fun so yeah if anyone's thinking of doing it again we'll probably get onto it but um so nice that you now get to go in because you get to meet people and it's a great experience just to audition um I did all that got my place thought I was gonna go in what September of 2020 and they were like no no we can't do this online so they moved the course to January last year 2021 Mm -hmm. then they were like no no bearing in mind we just moved in to all our flats we're just not gonna do it again like can you come back maybe in um April like sorry so we basically had our course pushed back twice so I only left what month is it now? I left in April of this year, basically. So we did an April to April course, which is a bit rogue, but um, it was great. Very, very... I learned so much that year. So, mm-hmm. so much. And now I am, yeah, graduated and sort of was living at home for a bit and then moved back to London. I'm living living actor life now. Getting used to that. Yeah, that's exciting, <laughs> scary, a bit of both. Bit of both. <laughs> I think you can't be scared of it or you can't dwell too much on the fact that like it's a really strange lifestyle and quite hard um because you got to remember why you're doing it like everything is just sort of part of a bigger process and I feel like the job is they always say this the job's the auditioning the job's not doing the actual job so I feel like this is the job is like having these strange weeks where you're going to classes and you're doing auditions and you're writing to people and then you're also just not not doing stuff as well and you're sat there being like hmm probably should creatively fulfill myself somehow because like that is the job it's just doing all that but it's okay it's good it's got lots of highs and lows but I really enjoy the highs so so far it's worth it yeah (laughs) and I always feel like any sort of job in this world like the creative world is a risk and that's the point of it but then that those risks do pay off and you see it happen so many times so you just have to wait for your moment yeah and just and just pray for the moment to come sooner rather than later um but then sometimes you get in it and then you have a big breakthrough and you just have to wait for those sort of moments and that is that is part of it and living life on the edge I guess with that risk rather than going down a safe route where yeah it's great you have structure and money Mm -hmm. and that's coming in regularly but is if you're not going to be fulfilled in that way then you're not and you have to yeah I quite like the the craziness as well yeah it's fun it's fun it suits me Mm -hmm. kind of it's also good for me I think Mm -hmm. I was so type a and I feel like I realized that you can't control everything Mm -hmm. in that first lockdown where I was like haha because I moved out of Bath and I just never moved back Mm -hmm. that's such a weird experience like okay bye (laughs) (laughs) so now yeah I'm trying to not be so much like that and it's good for me to live this kind of lifestyle yeah. it's opening me up to being more chill <laughs> kind <laughs> of <laughs> my friends best. are listening like yeah okay <laughs> nice nice try have you got like a dream situation for you like oh, that's a good question ambition like where what's your dream role like yeah. have you got a dream role like do you want to go into more theater being on like the west end yeah. or do you want to be touring or 
TV, film, mm. like, it, have you got, like, an end... I hate the term end goal yeah, yeah, yeah. because I feel like I know what you mean. goals are ever growing and changing. Yeah. But, like, is there anything right now that is, like, on the top of your Yeah, I have board? a couple of, like, big goals that I'm, yeah, like, yeah. would love at some point to... Yeah, obviously, it can take a fucking <laughs> yeah. while. Or I don't mind when it up. comes, but it'd be yeah. great to be able to do, like, certain things. Like, I know there's a couple of shows that I just would love to get the chance to do at some point in my life. So, like, I would love to be in six. That's, like the show I think is best suited to me it's mm-hmm. the one like all my friends are like yeah you'll be in it like I, I can see you in it like blah 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 and I'm like okay I hope so um so, so I'd love to be in that and don't mind putting that out into the world mm-hmm. like you know it's the it's, I love it it's a great show I just send the podcast link to You're the like, producers hey. um yeah so that's <laughs> that's one of them um I there's a couple of other shows that I'm like at some point would love to get a chance to do these shows and I also would love to do some screen stuff like mm-hmm. I I didn't train in that. We trained in musical theatre. It's very different. I think I have some learning to do on that front. Mm-hmm. But I'd love to... I love an ITV or a BBC drama. Mm-hmm. You know, I'm talking line of duty style. Get me in one of those. Yeah. I would love to do that, which I don't think people would maybe think from knowing me. They're like, really? Like, you? You Serious? But I would love to do something like that. That's so fun. Like, I have a friend who's currently in Heathers. Mm-hmm. Um, Charlotte Bailey, for listening. She her goal her end goal is to be on EastEnders love it and I'm just like Great I love that for you and I can also see her like she yeah. just really wants like a like a a chavvy sort of role like that's like her dream yeah so I'm like yeah fair go for it she's got like such a stunning voice as well but she's like that is where I want to yeah. be and I'm like fair play perfect <laughs> I would love to I'd love to do a Shakespeare at some mm. point just to be like yeah I've tackled that yeah and yeah, to do something where my parents already watch it, so EastEnders is one. Yeah. Just anything like that where I feel like they could, it can be one episode, it can be yeah. half an episode. Like, just get me on so my parents can be like, oh, my, it's, <laughs> that's my daughter, like, on a TV show that they already watch. That yeah. would be sick. That yeah. would be really cool. This is my ran- my random dream goal is to be on Strictly Come Dancing. Love it. And like, I don't know how I'm going to manage to get on there because I'm not a celeb and I never will be. Y- you could I'm be. going to force my way somehow yeah, onto the show you- as of something. <laughs> something <laughs> you just don't know do you like down the line something could happen that you could then be seen as like notorious enough and then off you go you're on strictly i know it's nice to see though some social media people breaking into yeah. that because i'm like that is literally my goal like yeah, I mean, yeah. or i'm a celeb but i don't want to be a celeb but I want to, <laughs> but I want to be an i'm a celeb <laughs> so true like i really don't need any of that other than those those kind of shows yeah i'm really i can just be in my my world doing my thing but also go to australia you know film it on my youtube channel yeah not (laughs) on the tv should we go on to the polls and yeah i don't know what people have said people are saying so super intrigued i popped on some polls make sure to go follow the podcast insta because i'm gonna start putting more like polls and question boxes on there Mm -hmm. if you want to get involved um so first of all i put on like a little easy poll have you ever changed your career path We've got, uh, have you got any predictions? So I've, I've got yes, no, and multiple times as options. Um, I reckon a lot of people have changed their career path. Mm-hmm. I don't think that many people stick with mm-hmm. what they did at uni. Like I think a lot of people do like passion degrees and then they don't end up doing a job. I don't know what percentages though. Mm-hmm. A lot of people probably said yes, then maybe multiple, then maybe no, or maybe no and multiple the other way. Mm-hmm. So yes is 53%. Okay. Then we've got 38 for no really? and nine for multiple. I'm thinking mainly because my audience is probably going to be similar age to me. So they haven't really yeah. had the time to change multiple yeah, times. Yeah. That's my only thinking. But but 53 yeah. is more than half of people. 
mm-hmm. I've changed interesting yeah and I think that's good there's a bit of reassurance in that as yeah. well for those who right now might be like oh I'm stuck in this same place and yeah. I feel like pressured to go down this route when you're not getting enjoyment or happiness yeah. out of it well it's, it depends because for me and I from what you've said happiness and fulfillment is where it's at for me but some yeah. people might think money is their yeah, motivation yeah. that's or, fine too as well like saying, I just yeah. as long as you're following what it is that makes you tick and you're not doing it because you think you should be doing something mm-hmm. it actually doesn't really matter what your like motivation is for it I have friends who are like I just want to make money and I'm like that's that's so fair because that's what's important to you mm-hmm. you do that yeah like I I not for me but for you great yeah it's like a (laughs) bonus if money comes with it yes but like I don't think I could physically put myself through something that I'm literally making it's making me hate my life every day no I think I'd rather make changes to my life to adapt to not having the money Mm -hmm. I say that now yeah when my savings run out (laughs) I might be like hmm perhaps no (laughs) perhaps not (laughs) I retract the lab the lab is calling (laughs) So next question I put is, are you currently in a job relating to your degree? So only answering if you went to like a university yeah. purely for this conversation. What are, you, what are your predictions? I, I just, I think lots of people don't do something related to their degree. Like definitely more than half will have said, no, not related. Yeah, so are you currently... Actually, no, this is shocking. I thought this was the other way around. What? My head was reading it wrong. Are you currently in a job relating to your degree? 56% put yes. Really? Well, since- I mean, good for you because you didn't waste... No, I'm joking. It wasn't a waste of money. But like you yeah. didn't spend money and time doing something you didn't want to do then. That's good. Yeah, for sure. And 44% no. Mm. That's really interesting to me. Maybe it's because you... Yeah, people just knew... Some people have this dream and they just go for it and yeah. they're happy with it. But for me, like I found out my dream wasn't my actual dream and yeah, it's also, all changed. I think a lot of people get like grad jobs from uni do you know what I mean like I think a lot of my friends I'm trying to think actually not that many of my friends but I know people who've been like right well I finished my degree and here's a grad job lined up so I guess I'll do that for a bit Mm -hmm. and then they might be like oh wait no I don't want to do this Mm -hmm. but if it's already sort of planned out for you then I guess you would just take that route because life's hard enough why make it harder (laughs) yeah it's it's so interesting seeing how different people I don't know approach all that Mm. hmm hmm I've just seen, so I, I also put, if you have changed dr- dramatically or drastically, like, please let me know your changes. And I've yeah. got someone who said, acting professionally to law at ah. uni, to marketing at uni, to going to working in Tesco part-time, to social media for Wicked, the musical. Oh, sick. And now they're a full-time influencer. Wow. <laughs> wow. Wow. That is a multiple yeah I mean cool I guess the more you do of like all those things they're kind no law's not really linked I would say they're kind of linked enough that you could be like oh I really like this aspect I'm Mm -hmm. gonna pursue that or I really like this aspect of the new thing I'm gonna pursue that cool I mean yeah Yeah. that's what life's for isn't it I love that though because I think there's so many changes in there and I feel like we're so what's the word like not is it multifaceted multi yeah what like able to do lots of things yeah because I think like people would be like oh how do you like dance and science because oh there's one's right. creative and one's academic so and it's like weird well, that like, question do you know I, mean? I like, hear that all the time I like because I like loads of different things yeah, like, <laughs> like I'm a human who likes multiple has multiple passions and so enjoy what was my last question on the poll have you ever felt pressure to stay in one career path for life mm. I think there's a lot of yeses here from what I see hell to the yeah hell, to the, hell yeah. to the yeah um not necessarily 
for life, but defo pressure to do something related to my degree. Mm. That mm-hmm. thing of like when you're in that uni bubble and like everyone's getting their jobs in third year and you're like, I'll just stick to it. I don't know. Mm-hmm. Yeah, so much, especially relating to my degree. High school, yes. Um, no idea of working life. Went to uni and realised people do change jobs. Mm. Okay. So that's sort of like a realisation. But I think some people stay at uni and then still don't realise that you can change. And yeah. I, think it's, I think it's all to do with like spending all that money and time and people almost feeling guilty and, I know. and embarrassed for themselves, maybe? Like yeah. embarrassment? Yeah, I wouldn't say... It's not that I... I know, I've never felt embarrassed, but you know what mm-hmm. does annoy me that I get, that I guess kind of makes me feel like... A bit like, oh, I wish it wasn't... I wish it wasn't this way. Yeah. <laughs> I feel like that about a lot of things. Um, <laughs> I used to say to people, like, oh, I'm doing... You know, what are you doing? Oh, I'm doing biochemic uni. Wow amazing oh my god so smart gush 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 and it's like oh what are you doing I was last year I'd be like oh I'm doing musical theatre like oh wow great it's like what why are some things valued so much more than others that Mm. makes me feel like have I made it obviously I know I haven't made a wrong choice and I haven't really ever thought about this but someone could if you weren't you know if you didn't trust yourself in what you're doing which I wouldn't blame you because yeah it's tough to change and someone said that to you you would be like oh is what I'm doing not a value? Is this not like the right thing? Is have I made a like a wrong a move error, doing this? Yeah. It's like no, like I don't know. People can be so judgy and unnecessary. Mm-hmm. Don't do that unless you're paying for it. Mm-hmm. What's it got to do with you? Like it, it does confuse me. Like why there's such a thing. Obviously, I know academic jobs are great and I value them yeah. still amazingly. But creative jobs are just as hold so much value right, like right what do people do when they come home from work they watch the tv how do you think that happens do like I mean? <laughs> that's what i mean that there's so many creative elements of people's everyday life and i don't get why it doesn't hold as much value it's I'm that confused. whole thing that whole thing of what was it like retraining in cyber no fuck off i don't want to retrain in cyber like let me do the actual job i want to do like why is it any less valuable i i truly get it especially having come from also so funny that it was the time of like basically biochem is vaccines right they were trying to make vaccines so important and i was going no i guess i won't do that i guess i'll prance around and make noise with my feet like in a way okay yeah i get it like super important as i come from it i know how important it is i know how important the people who do the exactly the kind of degree i was doing end up being for society don't get me wrong that's super important but like but can we value at least a little bit more? Yeah. <laughs> All these other things that you don't realise are like fundamental to people's lives. Uh-huh. Like they truly are fundamental and people don't get that. Mm-hmm. Especially for like mental health, like enjoyment from TV shows or right? performance. Yeah. Like, you get so much enjoyment and it triggers off those happy chemicals in your brain. How is a doctor going to relax at the end of the day? and then be okay to then operate on you if they don't have the creative stuff. I always think stuff, like, they're going home and watching something, probably, or listening to music, or painting, or, like, whatever it is. The poor plant is really getting it today. Um, And they need that creative stuff to then do their other job. Like, then you can't do anything without each other, so Mm -hmm. why do we value something so much more? I don't like that. I don't get it. And and then people take that in the wrong way and it's not like i'm devaluing those in no. academic jobs imperative to society truly, obviously truly eg doctor any sort of profession yeah. like that and also like some more minor ones as well but it's just like you said just that tiny bit more value and respect for people who are going into creative yeah 
career? Oh, anything practical. I feel like it's easy to concentrate on because I've had these conversations with people but like I think even practical stuff that does require for example I was saying earlier like an apprenticeship Mm -hmm. like why are we not why are we not talking more about the value of doing that as well I always feel like I don't know maybe I've got some like pent-up anger towards school for not teaching us about these things but like how are you gonna get through life without plumbers you're not so why do we devalue that like we devalue arts like we devalue all of these things because Mm -hmm. we've like put certain jobs on a pedestal and they they can be up there but let's bring everything else up i think that's the point yeah like everything is important yes everything everything is is important important. (laughs) quote of the episode yeah I sort of to reiterate what we've just said I've had someone else put yes I feel like we're pressured to having big and meaningful careers in order to achieve success when success could just be happiness fulfillment like enjoyment not hating every minute of your life and living for the weekend which is something that I would not like to be in and obviously there are Mm. elements of every job that have good and bad points like that's that's just life but to be in a job where you're literally gagging for the weekend that's that's my idea of hell me too because i also think you then end up not enjoying your weekends Mm -hmm. listen if it's something you have to do Uh uh-huh because it's the way your specific job works just like i have to deal with like the random spurts of income like it's it's everyone deals with different things but personally if i had to choose the lesser of two evils that's the one i'm going for and i don't think you should feel like you can't go for a job because there's like negatives. There's negatives to everything. Mm-hmm. Every, also, everything's difficult. That's the other thing. I used to get like, oh, so hard to go into that job. So hard to go into any job right now. So you might as well go for the one you want to do. Yeah. Do you know what I mean? Like, so true. And I know that also before, like adding on to my last point, there are times I feel like in everyone's life where you have to do something where you're hating it. Yeah. But I'm not saying yeah. you can just jump straight into your dream no. job. Um, that is not what I mean at all. But there are sometimes decisions you can make in life where it can make you happier and even though it is a risk it will be better for you in the long run for sure so should we go on to maybe a bit more of like advice yeah we can feel like we can yeah did you ever i know you said you trusted in yourself and your decision was there a point where you were obviously going through like a bit of a negative blip in or do i stop going down the science route and go down this like what advice would you give Mm. to your younger self right now going through that time and anyone who may be listening who is also going through a very similar situation. I think if you're thinking about like changing and you're stressed about just the pure element of like changing, what do I want to do, blah, blah, blah. I think you have to trust yourself. It's really easy to let the external factors play into it. I think like it sounds really like really wanky, what I say anyway, like what do you want? Mm hmm. Like, I'm not a big share. I don't like, someone was said to me once, like, oh, you should write down, like, all your thoughts and stuff. I think it'd be really good for you. I was like, I really don't want to do that. Um, but if you just sat and you were like, I'm going to write on this piece of paper, like, what do I actually want? Then it's like, how do I get there? Mm-hmm. And obviously getting there is, that's a whole other conversation. That's difficult. But if I could give advice to myself or anyone who wasn't quite sure, it's like, work out what you want. And if you don't know what you want, just live for a bit. Just live your life for a bit. Try and do things you enjoy. Try and like have a, I don't know, as much of a fulfilled day-to-day as you can and it'll come. Like you'll realise it will just drop in one day. I think if you're just living life to its fullest as much as you can, you then realise what you... Again with the plant. Um, you realise what you want to do. I was making a really serious point, plant, please. Because um, that also, yeah, there's like pressure to know. I'm like sat here being like, just trust what you want to do. What if you don't know? That's okay too. It, it'll happen I just think to trust 
trust trust the universe yeah. but i'm also a big believer in that like everything happens for a reason you have to trust that what's happening is like part of what it needs to be which is really hard especially when things are hard but trust 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 everyone <laughs> yeah no for sure i think there's again pressure to also know what you want to do yeah, like, you no. made up a, a good point that there are people out there who have no fucking idea no. they're like oh I, I have these passions and things i enjoy doing but i don't know how i'm gonna make any of them yeah. into a job or i don't know if there's a job within any of those career paths i actually want to take so you're right if you can go and just take day by day see what see if yeah. there's something that comes around having a look at career sites like maybe like indeed and stuff just to see if yeah, anything like crops getting up inspired like, as well like by just thing different things in life and like talking to people and whatever it's it's not that easy it's a luxury to be able to like mm -hmm. pick what you want to do and also to like know immediately and to have the space to think about it like I realize that's a massive massive luxury to have um even if it means you have to take on another job to like make ends mm -hmm. meet whilst you're working that out as long as you leave a little bit of time for you it doesn't have to be that much I do think that like everyone will eventually find something they like mm -hmm. and that's so nice that's mm -hmm. so good I love seeing my friends are like slowly starting to do things that I never would have predicted they would have done when we started uni together because we're coming on what five years now because we started in 2017 of being friends which is crazy and I would not have predicted what they're doing but also if you told me I'd be like ah oh, yeah that that's the sense. perfect thing for them they didn't work it out as quickly as like let's say I did but it's dropping into place so yeah biggest thing is like trust trust yourself you will work it out and also if you do know what you want to do trust yourself that you can make it work yeah it might be hard but you can so like once you know what it is just go go for it hard work don't get me wrong it's not like i know what i want to do and now it will come to me no but mm -hmm. work hard you'll get there you will mm -hmm. would you say what would your advice be to someone who was in a similar situation where you're in the middle of your degree, you know, when you sort of were like, yeah, yeah. oh God, what am I going to do placement wise? Say they're in a similar situation, whether they're going on to placement or they're just like in the middle of their degree and they're like, oh, I actually really can't see myself yeah. doing this. I want to have a complete switch around. Is there anything like similar would you say about trusting or would you say to get through the degree, like just so you've got that as a backup? Like I, that's what my personal opinion would be. That's, that's mine too. I just think if you've started um well it depends if you're in your first year maybe not but if yeah. you've done two years do your third year like you've done so well to get through that mm -hmm. that much I do think the world still values a degree whether you agree with that or not like they do still value it so I would stick it out it's unless you're having like a horrible time mm -hmm. chances are that you will learn something even just from sticking it out like in that year that I was like I just got to finish this I actually grew a lot as a person I think mm -hmm. just because I'd like I don't know lots happened in that year so mm -hmm. trust 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 again yeah. trust again and yeah if you're not sure what you want to do trust if you are <laughs> sure what you want to do trust, trust. <laughs> <laughs> no I feel like you're an ever-changing person at uni so yeah like, it's each year I just changed my whole personality right? I swear, like in the best way yeah yeah but you just learn so much about yourself like not being well, obviously, if you're living still at home, like, there may not be as much change. Sure. But living away from my home, I just grew so much. Yeah. In such yeah. a short space of time. It's a good experience to be there, even if you don't end up using... Even if you don't feel like it is at the time, you would be surprised, I think, when you left, mm. how much you got out of it. Mm -hmm. For sure. 
Well, I'm not using any of those skills, but I got a lot out of it. Yeah, I'm just glad I've yeah like I've le- I've learned stuff at my in my degree and about myself, and then I've also got the degree now as a backup option. Yeah, sure. I guess <laughs> so yeah. I always forget about that. I'm like that's always there. Maybe I have like blind optimism that you need to have as an actor to be like, no, it's gonna work out. But I always forget. Like technically, I have that degree if I needed yeah. it, which is so yeah. That's great. Like, I might be like, oh, I don't want to do anything creative in like 10 years time. So maybe I'll just, yeah. I'll definitely have to do some sort of qualification or recapping of what I've done because mm-hmm, over mm-hmm. time that will go and I'm kind of scared of that. So reading is the key. Yeah, keep <laughs> reading, kids. Keep reading, everyone. <laughs> but other than that, like I, yeah, you know, you never know what you want in 10 years. Like, I don't know what yeah. I want next year. So no, I want tomorrow. Nice to just have that little, <laughs> that little backup yeah, yeah, yeah. option. <laughs> Right, I'm going to ask you the question from the previous guest. Oh, there was one more thing I wanted to say. Because I feel like it's really important when you're talking about career change that like something I want to recognise because I was speaking to you about this when we were talking about this concept. I was like, I feel like this needs to be said because it's so easy to sit here and be like, I think you should just change career path. Like, it's really not even that hard. Yeah, it like, it is. And it is even more so, I think, this this plant was shaking again. <laughs> Serious point time. Um, it is even more so if you are not in the fortunate position that I was financially. And I always want to say that, that like, I am unbelievably grateful, not only for the financial support, but also for the like, moral support, I guess, that my family gave me. Because I'm not saying that you need that. I think that anyone can make anything happen and there's a lot out there to help you. It's also getting better, I've noticed, which is great and I want to keep pushing for that. Um, But it was unbelievably helpful to me and it basically, what do they say? Like, I feel like I'm like ahead in the race because of the the help that I had getting there and I never ever want anyone to think I'm like saying on my channel or anywhere I talk about this that like, it's really easy for everyone and you should just change because I know it's not that simple for Mm -hmm. everyone. I know that for a lot of people, it's really hard to even fathom the idea of paying for a degree and then another one or a degree and then a master's or like however small or big the course is my uh master's was really expensive drama school is so expensive it's so much more than a normal degree Mm -hmm. is if you do multiple years I don't even want to think about how much yeah you end up racking up um it's not an easy thing to do so I'm not gonna sit here and be like yeah you should definitely do it like there's a lot to consider Mm -hmm. um I am very grateful for the help I had and I realized that it puts me in like a massive position of privilege um so yeah that's fully recognized that that Mm -hmm. helped (laughs) helped me make the decision to do that because again without that it would be a whole other thing you had to think about but I also want to say that as I as I wanted to say this I will always also advocate for more support in that department I think obviously the training you get is super high caliber I think you know it needs to be expensive but if there's anything I can ever do to like help people pay or encourage drama schools to help people more or fun things more bursaries more scholarships there's a lot out there and there's a lot of help but I always want to try and push for more of that because I want more people to be able to do what I was able to do because it was completely life-changing and yeah don't get me wrong I've done work as well like I've not sat here and had everything paid for myself but I had I had help with it um and I think that more people even just having the support yeah I guess. and e- yeah even just not even financially that people supported my decision I didn't have to fight with anyone mm-hmm. for it it's not like you have to I can't imagine that 
if my parents had said like I don't support you I want you to go into science like I'm really angry with you for doing this I would find that really hard that's like another battle you have to face and Mm -hmm. the career is hard enough itself life is hard enough itself so I really feel for anyone in that position if you want to reach out to me and talk about it I always want to like talk to people and like be a supportive I don't know figure out there for them um and yeah let it also be known there is help out there I've been looking squirreling away to try and find stuff and I definitely want to start sharing more on on my socials about like ways you can get help even if it's just like advice if you've never had like lessons before and you really want to go to drama school like that kind of thing's out there mm-hmm. let's talk about it more let's get more people to be able to do what I was able to do because um it's great and all but it's not as simple as it sounds yeah but we can make it better mm-hmm. 100% thank you for that though because I fine. think that's such a good point um when it comes to like privilege and people being ahead of other yeah. people it is important to recognize it when things are easier when you've got a bit more money or whatever sometimes or even or just, even the, just support. the emotional support yeah. from people because that can really affect people's decisions if their family aren't supportive if they can really take that yeah on board and think oh my parents are going to disown me or right not going to support me just in life and in this career choice so I'm just going to hold myself back and live a shitty life in a shitty job that I don't like yeah so it's it's a hard one we can't solve it like sat here today Mm -hmm. but I just think if there's yeah any way of like helping more people be able to do it then Mm -hmm. would be good to do that Mm -hmm. yeah 100% and I really enjoyed it so I want more people to go I want more people to experience that (laughs) right so before we go I'm gonna do the question from the previous guest which is if you could go back and experience one thing from your childhood what would it be and why oh like relive a moment kind of yeah. thing it's a great yeah it's a great, yeah, it's a great time, question <laughs> oh my god i have no idea there's yeah, a, i feel like there's a lot i could answer yeah, for yeah, that yeah, for sure i can't think of like a specific thing but like there's lots of individual moments where i know that like i like saw something for the first time or like went through an emotion for the first time or like i don't know that kind of thing like the first show i ever saw or the first time i ever like i don't know got a cool present i don't know yeah. <laughs> think of anything specific that's um, a good point like even just performing on stage for the first time yeah like, like first first the first, first time, time i was like oh, this is the first time i like made a friend you know like oh, that kind of thing i was like oh yeah. that would be so cute to go back and like yeah. like the first birthday party you like yeah. semi-consciously like remember because i love so cool. i love a first yeah nice little moment to be like oh i like, like first now where i'm like oh, oh my god never done this and it makes you feel like mm. and the second time you do it you're like i've done this yeah it loses yeah it's that special sort of moment yeah, yeah. No, i think first is a good one yeah like, i don't have a specific one i don't think i'll say for the to keep this nice rounded episode like the first time i think i i, I went to see wicked it wasn't the first show i ever saw but i must have been like seven it's when it yeah. or eight it like first came over to the uk and i really was sat there like oh my god this is amazing this is the best thing I've ever so played. spellbound so yeah i would love to like see a show again for the first time and experience that magic ballet as well first mm-hmm. ballet i ever saw i was like ah yeah so i'd like to experience that again yeah love that yeah love that. have you got a question that we can set for the next guest yes what was i've had so many different options it was hard to pick one i'm yeah. still like hmm what do i pick i want to know and it's it, this is sounds stupid because it's mm-hmm. a podcast so if anyone <laughs> they're gonna have to explain it but i really want to know what people's like useless skill is um like what is your most truly useless skill has nothing to do with like anything in your life I can do this really weird thing with my tongue and I now I've set intrigue on a on an audio 
piece of can I see art. Yeah, I'm gonna show, I'll show you. I'm gonna go, Whoa. Everyone's like, what's going on? But see, I like setting intrigue. So I can do this, it's useless, right? Oh my god. I've, ne- I've never seen that in my life. That's so cool. <laughs> Just like, I don't know how I learned I could do it, but I, I know everyone has like something weird. So I want to know. Yeah. yeah. God, I feel like I have. No- you do though you definitely have something yeah Yeah, you definitely have something something. if i think of something i'll put it on the podcast instagram at some point (laughs) that's so funny i love that is there anything you want to shout out at all anything personal oh god i mean uh, all sorts (laughs) what do i want to shout out what kind of thing do people shout out their own socials charities (laughs) businesses like yeah literally Mm. anything okay i have something i'll do two things go for it I'll do it, it's a personal one but it's like an important one mm-hmm. so we recently lost my grandma um, she had lupus and it's just something that people don't really know about it's an autoimmune disease if you don't if you don't know about it um, and there's a couple of charities out there so there's the lupus trust which has a lot of information on that website and I feel like it's just it's one of those like it's around and actually a lot of people suffer but people don't know about it so yeah i'd like to shout that out mm-hmm. in a way like if you're looking for a new charity that you want to support um go and check it out it's always good to have support in all sorts of places they're looking at all sorts of like they do all sorts of work um so it's a good one i mm-hmm. think because they have they have their fingers in a lot of pies weird thing to say about a charity yeah. um but yeah if you're looking for a new charity you've been thinking like oh i'm gonna go and um check something out or i you know got a society or a school or whatever mm-hmm. Go, go have a look at that. Um, that's going to be my charitable one. And then I'm going to shout out me. Yeah. I just started um, a TikTok and I also have an Instagram called News Review, um, where I talk about food and drink around mostly London. I love it. That's another thing. That's like my little hobby for me. I mean, I know it's social media, but food and drink is like my thing that I just love. Um Sick like my little yeah side thing I love cooking I love baking so if you want to check that out I basically do like very brutally honest voiceover type reviews like I will show you the food and I'll be like this was shit this was good go here don't go here I like that yeah and it's really fun I love it so mm-hmm. if you want to go and follow one of those check mine out <laughs> yeah no I really like that especially when you actually are honest because a lot yeah. of people aren't and people are spending their hard-earned money on stuff right like, you don't want if you've made a mistake spending the money on it and you hate it like what's the point in going this was really this nice gay. Like, like, no one's paying me for it so yeah. like, i've not got Even any better, loyalties yeah. to anyone <laughs> like just talking honestly but yeah um it's really fun i'm enjoying doing that at the moment so go and check it out yeah go check them out they'll be in the podcast description and on the instagram as well so yeah go check it out and thank you very much for joining me. I feel like it's thank been such you. a fun episode just chatting oh, about all things careers and yeah. our experiences. Lovely. I'd love to have you on again if you ever want to come on. Would to love to. Else. Got many more things to to discuss. To and discuss yeah, more. About. <laughs> life is yeah, life is full of stuff, isn't it? So <laughs> I've got I've got lots to talk about. No, I would love to. Amazing. Thank you so much. Thank you. And thank you to everyone listening. I will see you next week for a brand new episode. Bye. Bye. Bye.